Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This segment is brought to you by Jigmasters. Step up your game with high-quality performance jigs, spinnerbaits, buzzbaits, and more from Jigmasters.com. And always, when in doubt, get the jig out. You're tuned in to Off the Water. I'm your host, JP. This is the premier source for all things to do after a long day of fishing. Chill out, grab a cold one, let's go explore what there is to do off the water. Ho, 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 what is up, everybody? Welcome back to Off the Water. I'm your host, JP. Thanks for tuning in today. You guys are in for a treat. We got an awesome guest coming from my second home state of Michigan. It's none other than Mr. Mike Anderson of the Top Water Series. Welcome, Mike. How are you doing? What's up, everybody? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for the invite. Thanks for having me on the show. Excited. No thanks for thanks for coming on the show, especially uh, you know, with everything that you have going on with the Top Water series. Thank you for taking your time out your day to be on here. Ah, it's not a problem at all, man. Uh time spent talking about fishing and fishing tournaments and you know, fellow Midwesterners. <laughs> uh that's what I love to do. So uh, this is this is all fun for me. Cool. Well, why don't you give our our listeners a little bit uh background about yourself who you are uh where you're from and uh what you're fishing out of and you know what what got you into kayak fishing yeah for sure well uh my name's mike anderson uh married for going on 16 years now and i have two awesome kids uh my oldest uh hunter who is 12 uh is also a tournament angler. He's been fishing with me the last couple of years and uh, got his feet wet a few years ago in kayak tournament fishing. So it's been a blast these last couple of years having him as my sidekick traveling around. So uh, I wouldn't have that any other way. That's been just amazing to have your son as your sidekick out there doing this. 
And awesome. uh, we're calling uh, Fenton, Michigan home now for, oh uh, gosh, better half of my life now. And uh, got into tournament fishing a handful of years ago uh, with my brother, Kyle, and uh, fishing the Michigan Kayak Trail here uh, on the west side of Michigan is what got us started. And uh, gosh, man, it, it has ballooned from that experience. And uh, right now I am fishing in Old Town Autopilot, the 136 with uh, built-in spot lock and Minn Kota motor. Uh, most amazing kayak on the water these days. So I love <laughs> it, man. Loving life right now. I know where you're coming from, man. Absolutely. I love it. And they talk about the, the, the term game changers gets tossed around all the time, man. You know, I always laugh whenever I hear somebody, oh, I got this new Sharpie and it's a game changer. And I'm like, oh, it's just a marker, man. <laughs> but every now and then a, a company comes along with a product like uh, an integrated motor with built-in spot lock. And I mean, how great is that? A remote control kayak. Oh, <laughs> it doesn't get any better than that. I love it. So super happy. You know, and being in it now for the last season. So it'll be a year in May when I got from when I got mine. And I can tell you this much when you're trying to stay on top of a school of fish and you know, even bass fishing, it's great because you're staying in spots, but crappie fishing, I can't beat it. Crappie fishing. Mm -hmm. I marked that school and I'm right <laughs> on top. I had one of the best crappie years this year. And that's all to the help of that. I mean, crappie awesome. fishing from a kayak is mm -hmm. great. So yeah, I Michigan, bet, Oh yeah. It's awesome. Yes, <laughs> So you're from Fenton, Michigan. Fenton, Michigan uh, is kind of snuggled between Lansing and Detroit, correct? Yep. Uh, pull out your map of Michigan, and uh, we're southeast Michigan. Kind of, I call it the triangle from Flint over to Lansing, down to Detroit. Make that triangle. Fenton's pretty much right in the middle of there. So. Cool. And, and is there uh, a home gosh, for you I, there? I think Oh yeah. Uh, Lobdell Lake is just a mile or so down the road. Um, anytime I have some free time and we just want to go out and, and fun fish or, or just go play around at Lobdell Lake, um, blessed where I'm at, because if it's not Lobdell, it's going to be Lake Vinton or it's going to be Panema. Uh, I mean, we're surrounded by bodies of water right here. So we're very blessed to, to have multiple options within 10 minutes of the house. So uh, I love it right here. That's the best part of Michigan. You said it. You're never within 10 miles of some kind of body of water to be able to go fish at. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this state is a blessing. If you're an angler, uh, you know, this is one of the better states, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, coast to coast that, that you could want to live in. Uh, like you said, you know, you're within five minutes of a body of water, no matter really where you live in the state. So, you know, it, yep. it's a fun place to live, fun place to play. That's for sure. <laughs> so not only are you fishing, but you're running a, you're running a few uh, kayak uh, tournament series. Let's talk about some of them. Yeah, man. Uh, we got a couple things going on. Um, <laughs> so uh, the Michigan Kayak Trail is our, our, our bigger trail series uh, for better part of a decade now. I think going back almost eight years, the Michigan Kayak Trail has been uh, present here in Michigan. And over the last 
six, seven years. The tournament trail has always consisted of about four main events and then a championship. Pretty standard uh, with most trail series coast to coast. They run about four or five events and then they have their, their championship. Um, mm-hmm. New for 2020, uh, one, we've expanded the Michigan Kayak Trail really into three separate divisions of itself uh, so that we could get on some of those different bodies of water here in the state of Michigan. Um, through sponsorships, we've always been pretty tied to certain locations in the state. Uh, and, and it's always been a pretty west side of Michigan heavy schedule. Uh, and we wanted to change that up this year. Uh, of course, uh, with the help of new sponsors coming on board this year, uh, we've been able to have uh, our Michigan Kayak Trail West Division. Uh, we've expanded to a Michigan Kayak Trail East Division. And then new, totally new is our Indiana Kayak Trail North Division, we're calling it. Uh, a couple bodies of water right on that Michigan-Indiana border. Um, one in Michigan, I think, for that series, and then a couple down in Indiana. So NKT has expanded itself into three separate divisions uh, for 2021. That's huge. Honestly, that would have been good enough to stop at. <laughs> but we also run the Topwater Series. Uh, our topwater series uh, has ballooned over the last three, four years itself. Um, we started off with what we call our league series. League series is amazing. Um, it's usually smaller bodies of water here in the state of Michigan. It's a weeknight series. So usually on a Tuesday or a Wednesday night uh, from 6 to 9 p.m. That way you can go to work, get out, grab something to eat, and still make it to the lake in time. And it's a quick three-hour shootout on a body of water, usually consisting of 20 to to 35 anglers out on that water, which is amazing for a Tuesday night to have 35 anglers come out and compete. It's low entry fee, low pressure. Uh, It was designed uh, to get new anglers out on the water uh, in kayaks so that they can uh, build up a comfortability level uh, and, and make them have fun, enjoy it, and then they can get out uh, in some of these bigger tournaments uh, that we have, the Michigan Kayak Trail type tournaments. Uh, a few years ago, we started with, uh, oh gosh, uh, a, I think it was an eight event schedule that quickly ballooned into 21 events. Uh, going into 2021, we now have eight divisions in our league series throughout the state of Michigan. So, Anywhere in the state of Michigan, you're going to be within 30 minutes of a kayak tournament this summer. Uh, and, and again, it was all in mind to get uh, you know new kayak anglers out on the water, participating in tournaments uh, and, and building up those divisions to make them feel comfortable to go out and start competing in some of these other tournaments. Uh, besides our league series, we also run our league or our elite series. Our elite series is. Uh, a more of a premier type destination event. Some of our uh, more, I want to call them our, our bigger best bodies of water here in the state of Michigan, like Lake St. Clair, the Grand Traverse Bays up in Traverse City, and then uh, uh, yeah. you know Cadillac Mitchell is on the schedule. So you know, beautiful premier locations, places that you could take the family with you and go camping for a few days, uh, as well as get in an awesome two day you know, high payout, high stakes tournament in while you're there. So uh, the Elite Series is new this year. That should be a blast. Those are all, again, two-day high payout uh, type series. 
moving on from the elite series, I don't want to eat up all our time just talking about our schedule. Oh, no. But moving please, on from the elite please series, do, because there's a, a lot of people event. who want to hear about it. Awesome, man. Then I'll keep going. Uh, yeah. So our league series, our elite series, we also have our team series where this year we're hosting a two-day team event. And this was brought on by how much fun we had as a group down at the Crossroads uh, Kayak Bass Classic this past year. And we've been down there a couple years in a row. And the team event is so much fun. The rest of our anglers who didn't qualify for that event to, to be able to participate in a team-style event. So we've created one here, new this year. Um, that'll take place on a couple different bodies of water over a two-day period. Um, again, we put the bodies of water close enough to each other. So if you're traveling, you can get a camping spot or make a, accommodations to stay. And you're, you're five miles this way and 10 miles this way. So super easy on everybody on traveling uh, to these uh, events. We also host our fall classic. Our fall classic, this will be the third annual fall classic that we do. The fall classic is always our last event of the season. Um, it's usually in October. Uh, this year, it's October 23rd. And we're coming back down into Indiana for that event. We're going to go to uh, the Pokagon Rec area in Angola. Uh, so that we can fish those seven, eight bodies of water surrounding uh, that area. That should be a blast. I don't think hardly any of our uh, topwater anglers or MKT anglers have fished down in that area. So it should be something totally new for everybody to go check out and participate in. Uh, that's also where we award all of our anglers of the years uh, through our different divisions and our sportsman of the year, rookie of the year, things like that. Um, gosh, what else do we do? Oh, we run the Michigan Big Bass Bracket. Uh, this will be our second year running the Michigan Big Bass Bracket. And think of it as the, mar you know, a traditional bracket, March Madness basketball style. Uh, where you're paired up head to head with it with an angler and the cool thing about this is you're not going out trying to catch a limit you are looking for one big bass your 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 biggest scorable fish is what goes on the board as your score so you can fish all week long monday through sunday is that fishing period head to head with another competitor whichever one of you two get the biggest bass you move on to the next round Last year, we okay. had a 64-angler bracket. This year, we doubled it. We're doing a 128-angler bracket uh, because Holy we pulled Christ. out immediately on that bracket. Uh, yeah, we. I mean, with the 64-angler bracket, uh, we had the bracket filled within that first couple hours. <laughs> so oh, it left man. a lot of people out wanting to participate. Uh, so we doubled the bracket. We're going to do a 128-angler bracket. And it's also... Uh, I don't want to call it double elimination, but we have a winner's bracket where if you continue to win, you move on through the bracket. Uh, but if you were to happen to lose that first week or the second week, you move down to the consolation bracket. The consolation okay. bracket, you are competing against everyone else that just lost that previous week. So, And we have prizes and payouts. I think I lost you a little bit there, Mike. That available as you move on through the, the uh, That's why we've created so many different types of events. 
Uh, again, going back with the whole goal in mind is to increase kayak angling participation uh, throughout the state of Michigan and now throughout the Midwest as we continue to expand and grow. Um, we've talked to anglers throughout the Midwest that uh, love, uh, that have participated in either MKT or a topwater event that would really like to see the league series be adapted in their neck of the woods. So we've been talking to possible new tournament directors throughout a couple different states that uh, coming soon, a top water league series will be sprouting out in those states as well. So a lot awesome. of moving parts and a lot of exciting uh, things going on up here. Absolutely. D did you have time to catch your breath after all that too? <laughs> Man, I tell you what, I, uh, I put together a spreadsheet and obviously the schedule for everybody. And I posted that to our top water series, Facebook page and, um, I think we are right around 125 events for 2021 in. So, yeah, pretty much that first week of April all the way through the end of October, uh, we're fishing. <laughs> it's going to yeah, be yeah. busy. You know, and one thing people, you know, a lot of people know that I do have my ties to Michigan. And they ask, oh, where, you know, where is the best place to fish for this and so on and so forth. And I tell people, you know, if you look at, the United States as one whole, right? There's, there's, you know, destinations that are huge. You know, let's say Gunnersville, Okeechobee, Watts Bar, um, you know, going up north, you have um, Mille Lacs, uh, you know, just naming a few. Mm -hmm. Well, Michigan itself, mm -hmm. if you were to scale down the United States, is in the same respect. Because, again, oh, and yeah, for those who... And for those who don't understand some of this lingo, we're going to explain it to you right now. Michigan is considered the mitten, okay? So the mitten, if you're looking at it right here, all right, yeah. towards the thumb is Detroit. Towards the, the mm -hmm. pinky finger is the coast of Lake Michigan. Going all the way up to where the UP comes in, and the UP is completely different. It, it, it's a whole other country technically in itself it's like it's like an acquisition from canada that we you know yeah. that was just happened to be there but anyhow in the same respect as to the united states uh michigan has the same bodies of water you have lake st Clair, gall lake Tra uh, grand traverse bay if you're going up into the up um Brevert, you have, you know, the Straits of Mackinac are great for fishing for uh, smallmouth, lake, lake trout. I mean, there's so many different options in the, and not only with lakes, but rivers. We have, I, I think we are the second most populous trout state to Wisconsin mm -hmm. uh, in terms mm -hmm. of, uh, of holding freshwater trout in our streams in Michigan. Absolutely. So, so to say, oh, where's you, you really have to know what you want to go for and go after because, you know, it, there's so many options and it's all within a stone's throw away. There, there really is. Uh, you know, you named off a couple states that had, you know, maybe one or two big, more famous, recognizable bodies of water. The state of Michigan alone, I could name off, you know, five to ten famous bodies of water that people would recognize in their travel destinations for not only tournament anglers, but just people from all over the country that just want to enjoy the outdoors. Uh, this beautiful state, you mentioned Lake St. Clair, you know, that's a huge one. 
Saginaw Bay is an amazing fishery and an underrated fishery uh, coast to coast. Uh, Saginaw Bay is one of the best around. Um, and, and continuing up that side, you get up into Thunder Bay, up by Alpena, oh, Roger yeah. City area. That's amazing area. Yes. The Straits of Mackinac. You get into the UP and you're on Big Bay to Knock, Little Bay to Knock. Yep. Uh, yep. We hosted a tournament up on uh, Manistique Lakes last year. That's over tw- Manistique Lakes alone. It's three lakes combined. That's over twenty some thousand acres of water <laughs> all connected. That, you know, we held a tournament up there last year, and that was so much fun because you can just go, and you're not going to run into you know hardly anybody when you're on those bodies of water up there. You can really go relax and enjoy yourself. Coming down the west side of the state, like you said, Grand Traverse Bay is amazing. White and Muskegon Lakes, world famous lakes. Mm-hmm. Bassmaster All Stars was hosted on Muskegon and White Lake. We always host a couple tournaments on Muskegon and White just for that reason because the fishing is amazing. Our interior of the state, our river systems, whether it's the Grand River, the Titabawassee, the Thorn Apple, Shiawassee, the Flint River, you name it, we have some amazing river systems here in the state that the fishing is just incredible the huron river uh and also in the interior some of our bigger bodies of water like burt mullet uh cadillac mitchell those lakes yep. themselves up north are just amazing vacation spots amazing fisheries uh and, and i just gosh i can't say it enough we're just totally blessed to live here because you can oh, yeah. literally go fishing right around the corner and be on an amazing body of water. So very, very blessed. Absolutely. And then, um, you know, with that, you had mentioned too, you know, you could go and, and, you know, there's camping, there's more, I think Michigan has one of the highest um, numbers of state parks. So you can, Mm -hmm. it's like, if you wanted to do a whole tour of Michigan to like, say, let's do a summer road trip. I mean, to, to try mm-hmm. to get everything in Michigan in one shot, it, it's not possible. It's not possible. Can't do at it, all. man. Can't do it. I've lived here for <laughs> many, many years, and they're still we're still out exploring every year. And funny is, right before I jumped on the show, I had just finished making some camping reservations for 2021 with my wife and a handful of people uh, from the Topwater group that we go camping with. Um, and we just set up our our state championship campground. Uh, accommodations and a couple other camping uh, reservations we made today. So it, it yeah. you know, and it, three out of the four that I booked today, I've never been to before. So it, <laughs> you know, there's so many places you can go exploring around here that um, if you're traveling, whether it's in the state of Michigan, or if you're from the Midwest watching this show and you're, you're planning on making a trip up to Michigan, um, hit me up. I'm happy to help you guys out and uh, tell you where to go, where to stay. Um, chances are I've probably camped out in, some of the areas that you're looking to go and uh, always happy to help out with a, a good campground or, you know, family friendly. If you're, you know, I travel with my kids and my wife pretty much everywhere I go. So, um, you know, we always try to find something that's family friendly and the kids can have a good time while we go out and fish. So, you know, yeah. you get, it, it's a win-win for everybody. <laughs> awesome to hear that, man. So, you know, we, we talked about the variety of lakes and rivers that run through the state. What is your, I mean, obviously bass, but if you had another um, species of fish to draw people to, to Michigan for, oh my gosh. what do you go fish for? Uh, if I'm not fishing for bass, the walleye fishing 
here in Michigan yeah. is walleye nation in Michigan is massive. Uh, again, everything that we just named off, you can go there and catch master angler walleye. You can catch master angler pike. The perch fishing is amazing. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, salmon, trout, you name it, um, you know, lake trout, salmon, you name it. Uh, you can catch coho, you catch whatever you want here in this state of Michigan. So if maybe bass fishing really, isn't your thing but you still want a world-class fishery you can come to michigan and throw a rocket and you're going to find something you want to fish so there's no shortage of that that's for sure not at all that's what makes that state so beautiful man yeah so, absolutely so we hit on you know go you know where to go for fishing and you know what being that you're from fenton you know it's it's pretty local to you However, your travels throughout the state, I'm really going to pick your brain about the next few topics here because, uh, like you said, for those who are coming, we want to give them the best travel experience they can possibly have. So we're going to start sure. off with, uh, with restaurants. If you had to give me three restaurants Ooh. in Michigan to go and eat at, where are you sending me to? Gosh, well – Right now, um, it would have to be a restaurant with outdoor seating. Um, We actually have restaurants up here in Michigan that you are allowed to bring your ice fishing shanty and set it up in their parking lot and eat at their restaurant because the indoor dining is still not open to the public. So uh, there's a couple of good restaurants. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can name a handful of restaurants that offer outdoor dining. If you want to bring a tent or uh, your, a lot of people just bring their ice fishing shanty and and flop it open and, you know, two or three (laughs) people sit inside and eat their meal. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy, man. Uh, Gosh, there's so many good restaurants. Um, I, I always try to find the hole in the wall restaurant the mom and pop shop. Um, I'm not a real big chain restaurant guy. I like to find the, the mom and pop ran down, you know, need a penny that we can give pipe restaurants. Uh, those I find are the best. So, yep. uh, gosh, there's so, so many, uh, over on that West side, uh, Turks Tavern is, is one that it's kind of in the middle of nowhere, but it's, it's in between three or four lakes that we fish over there. Uh, my brother mm-hmm. and I, and a couple of our buddies, Turks Tavern is, is one of the best over there. Uh, up in the Trevor City area, uh, we spend a lot of time up there. Uh, Mr. C's is right next to Lake Skegamog, Torch Lake, right in that corridor. Uh, Mr. C's is an awesome restaurant. Usually, anytime we have an event up there, that's where our crew will go. Um, gosh, you get down into like the the Lake St. Clair area, and it, it's so populated down in that area. You name it, they have literally everything you can think of. You know, in the suburbs of Detroit down there. Sterling Heights in that area, um, all the way up to Stilford Air Force Base. That whole that whole road that curves around Lake St. Clair there, anything and everything imaginable. So so many awesome cool. places. Um, you know, you get up into the straits right where you cross the Mackinac Bridge into the UP, uh-huh. and you've got Mackinac City right there. You've got Mackinac Island. Um, yep. you know, if if you ever get the chance to get up into the Mackinac area. You know, I can't say enough good things about it. That was one of the camping reservations that we just made a little bit ago. Uh, was Mackinac Mills Campground right on, uh, right on the big body of water there. You can see the island from across the water. It's it's amazing up there. Awesome. Well, I'll give 
I'll give our listeners one of my favorites. If you're ever in Southwest Michigan, specifically South Haven, you guys mm-hmm. have to have to go to Clementines. Clementines, Clementines, huh? Clementines is a family-owned restaurant. There's two locations. There's one St. Joe and there's one in South Haven. And either one or two options to get. Get the mess of perch. It is fresh perch caught from Lake Michigan. Or get the tugboat Annie, which is a steak and lobster combo together. You won't regret Dang. it. Dang. Steak and lobster combo. Oh, yeah. That sounds All amazing. Right. We're gonna be checking out Clementines now. That's for sure. Hey, when you're done, when you're done at that tournament, um, for where, um, I think the closest one you had towards that way uh, was on. Uh, yeah, it'll be over by us if you're on uh, on um, baseline. If you're on baseline over there. Oh yeah, South Haven's South Haven's twenty minutes away. So. Yeah, right on. Uh, anything in that Kalamazoo League series uh, that we put on, all 10 of those events um, are all in that Southwest Michigan type area. So plan on spending some time down there in the KZU area. So South Haven's not too far. Definitely worth right. traveling to find some good food. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. So Michigan is also known for the massive amounts of breweries that have popped up in the last Heck decade. Yeah. Give me your this three favorite This is the promised breweries. land of craft beer, that's for sure. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There are so many breweries around here, uh, <laughs> and they're all my favorite. And uh, so, uh, <laughs> gosh, let's start off on the west side. Uh, man, okay. Founders uh, Founders is probably one of Founders. the more famous breweries around uh, that, mm-hmm. that ships uh, throughout the Midwest. Uh, so Founders, uh, their breakfast stout can't go wrong. Um, their bourbon barrels uh, stouts are amazing. I love those. Uh, I'm a big Old Nation brewing fan in Williamston, Michigan. So right on I-96. Um, you know, Old 43 is, or M43 is a fantastic IPA. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, man. New Holland Brewing is fantastic. I love a lot of the breweries out of the UP. Uh, we were just talking about that with some buddies the other day. Is picking our best uh or our favorite up brewery and uh up there upper hand brewing company is fantastic i'll literally drink anything on their menu that they make uh, it, it's so good but the grand rapids seems to be the mecca of craft brewing here in the state mm-hmm. but gosh it is so popular up here right now that there's literally breweries popping up around the corner everywhere uh here in in michigan we've had two or three uh, small breweries just pop up within the last year. Uh, you know, uh, the Spenton Pub is one that's uh, right downtown. And it, it, they're all amazing, man. They all do something a little bit different. You get up into that Trevor City area, again, uh, Seven Months yeah. is one of my favorite. Uh, Terra Firma uh, is Terra Firma Brewing Company. is like this old farm out in the country. Uh, it's not in the city. They take you about 15 minutes to get out into the the country where they're at and their brewery is in this old barn. It's amazing. It's just awesome, man. Nice. There's so so many good spots to go grab a good craft beer here. Well, I do have to give a shout out to our neighbors in Michigan. Uh, Shout out to Tanya and, and um, all the, all the folks at Tantric Brewing. They're based in Allegan. Uh, This is, 
yeah, this is their second year now. Uh, no, I'm sorry. This is their third year now, and they're about to uh, expand onto the Kalamazoo River um, on the waterfront. So they're going to have waterfront oh, property no now. And they just combined um, with it, it with the restaurant called Grain. And so they have Grain as the restaurant and then all their brews together for Tantric there. So um, if you're out, Holy so fuck, man, when, that's super cool. Yeah. So when you when when you when you're Kalamazoo area, uh, definitely check out Tantric. It's in downtown. It's going to be moving to downtown Allegan. It's about uh, two minutes from the downtown itself right now. So awesome brews, awesome people. But uh, that's cool, man. But the other place that's worth mentioning and has a very 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 uh, sacred place in my heart is Bell's Brewery in Kalamazoo, man. Bell's. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bell's is one of those that, again, you can literally drink anything off their menu. Um, Bell's Two Hearted is one oh, of yeah. the best beers I've ever had. So, it, Kalamazoo is uh, we we keep bringing that up because it's closer to the border there, but it has a lot of good things going right now. You know, that's one of those cities that uh, was in its prime uh, a couple decades ago, and the, the city. Uh, it's kind of in a, a regrowing period right now. I feel like a rebuilding Absolutely. period, you know, through the schools, um, you know, Western and those schools there are doing a fantastic job and we're seeing a lot of new businesses pop up down there. Um, one of the Michigan kayak trail and the Topwaters uh, uh, premier sponsors is mainstream tackle and outdoors and uh, right outside of Kalamazoo and Galesburg. So we spend a lot of time down there and we're on the Kalamazoo river for a couple times a year down there with those guys. And it's awesome to see that area down in Southwest Michigan starting to build itself back up. And, uh, you know, God knows everybody went through some hard times, uh, over the last couple decades. Uh, it, it's awesome to see these cities like that being rebuilt and, you know, craft breweries popping up and, and expanding oh, yeah. and stuff like that. And, you know, mainstream is actually opening up another location right on the water right there too. So um, it's cool to see those businesses coming back up. So awesome Absolutely. place. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And you know, if for all the other listeners right now too, and it, it's worth mentioning, you're talking about cities rebuilding, especially that coastline of Michigan, but uh, Greenbush Brewing, if, if you have never been. Greenbush, yeah. Yeah, definitely give a check out yeah, to Greenbush uh, for sure. To Greenbush. So, you know, we like us, we like our brews. Uh, I know the women in our life love the vineyards, and Michigan is the Midwest Napa Valley. There's no yeah. doubt about it. Um, what are some of your favorite vineyards to vi to visit uh in Michigan? Uh Marie uh vineyards uh is probably one of the more popular ones. Um uh, if you're if you're watching the Discovery Channel, I think it is, and, and you watch uh, The Curse of Oak Island, uh, everybody's probably heard of The Curse of Oak Island TV mm -hmm. show. Uh, the Lagina brothers are both from Michigan, um, and they have an awesome vineyard. Marty, the brother, has a vineyard right in Trevor City. Uh, we visited there a couple times. Um, you know, and talking about Trevor City, that I believe that region is one of the world leaders in uh, cherry production, uh, tart, sure maybe, tart, maybe tart cherries, I believe. Yep. Um, gosh, uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other vineyards that we've been to up there. Um, Marie is definitely probably our favorite. 
Uh, but that's one of those areas that we always go and we take the kids and we go out cherry picking and then we'll stop at a vineyard uh, for a wine tasting. Um, Grand Traverse uh, is one of those vineyards that we go to. They have an awesome selection. Um, and, and probably one of my favorites is Terra Firma, the, the brewery that I just mentioned. They also yep. make uh, they also make wine there in that barn. So um, they usually only have maybe two or three different varieties uh, at one time. Uh, but that's really cool. Uh, you know, they, they spend a lot of time, small mom and pop type shop, uh, a lot of time uh, interested in just a couple of varieties, but they're always awesome. You know? So we keep going back. Cool. Cool. Yeah. And again, um, I, I, I will, I will plug the Southwest Michigan into this, but, um, you know, the one thing, and I think if you, if you're, uh, if you like the wine that's in Travis City, definitely it's worth uh, stopping at St. Julian. St. Julian is oh, yeah. very sure. And then uh, the other one that's out there that I really like, and they have a combination of both, which goes into the next topic, but uh, both uh, wine and whiskey is Brown Barn. I don't think I've ever been there. I, I recognize Ra the name, but I don't know if I know that one or not. Ron Barnes, just north of New oh. Buffalo. Yep. And uh, okay. and uh, to there, now the next thing you're going to be probably here is when we talk about the whiskey now is uh, Journeyman Distillery. Yeah. Those two are hand in hand together. So, yeah, um, so that those are very great places to, uh, two great places to check out in your travels. Uh, and, oh, yeah. You know, we get into the whiskey manufacturing and talking about Trevor City. You can literally go to Trevor City and, and spend in a, a lifetime there. Um, <laughs> besides their craft beers and their wineries, uh, the Trevor City Whiskey Company is amazing. Yep. They they have a cherry edition that is awesome. Uh, they've also have a, a North. I think it's called North Peak Whiskey. Uh, their green labeled whiskey that's really really good. Uh, but I like New Holland sticking with that west side of the state new holland has an awesome whiskey very very good so if you're ever in the cool. holland area check that out holland brewing company yeah most definitely i will have to keep my eyes up for that for sure um, so so okay so we we went through we checked out the spirits and we're you know we're moving you're moving on and one thing you've mentioned through this the entire time is kids so oh yeah we we know that kids you know don't they like being outdoors but they don't necessarily like the outdoors all the time um <laughs> for those traveling with kids what are some uh recommendations that you would give to those families uh to check out whether it's a museum um a um what's the word i'm looking for a um like a kids museum or like uh a place for them just to let all their energy out yeah, absolutely. And there's so many awesome places here. Um, down in the Detroit area, uh, highly recommend the Henry Ford Museum. Uh, okay. Henry Ford Museum is fantastic. There's so many different exhibits and things for them to do, and they're constantly changing it up. So maybe you've been there a year or two ago. The next time you go back, it's going to be a whole new thing. Um, and just down the road from there, not too far, is the Detroit Zoo. The Detroit Zoo is fantastic they have a great great zoo down in detroit um across from there is the john ball zoo uh in grand rapids area 
So depending on what side of the state you're on, uh, I would highly recommend the John Ball Zoo as well. They do a fantastic job. Not as big as the Detroit Zoo, but their exhibits are really, really cool. Uh, up in the Flint area is the Flint Children's Museum. Uh, really cool museum. You know, I, I think Flint gets a, a bad rap because all you hear are the, the negative things on the news. You know, with it, don't get me wrong, it's not someplace that you want to just go strolling around at, at night in a couple spots, uh, but that's, that's with any, you know, bigger city, I would guess. Uh, but the Children's Museum, uh, the, the downtown Flint area has a lot going on, a lot of new businesses, uh, new cinema, things like that popping up. The farmer's market is not just a farmer's market. There, There's different shops and there's different uh, little food stands and stuff like that inside the cool new uh, farmer's market there in Flint that they rebuilt, uh, gosh, about five, six years ago now, uh, totally new redesigned. Uh, downtown area right on the river. So you can go spend a whole day there. Just go check out the farmer's market, tons of little restaurants and businesses uh, in downtown Flint on uh, the vehicle alley there. Um, gosh, uh, going up north, um, things to do up north. Uh, you can definitely go check out Mackinac Island. Uh, yeah, you, buddy. You know, you, Mackinac Island uh, is a kid's haven from, you know, the butterfly house to, you know, you name it, take a carriage ride around the island, uh, see all the sites. They have a forged and fire uh, blacksmith shop there. So you can go there and meet a previous winner of forged and fire and the kids can hammer out a knife if they want or, you know, a horseshoe <laughs> or something like that. And, you know, go get something good to eat. And, oh my gosh, there's just so many different things here in the state to do. But those are, those areas of the state uh definitely travel destinations um the trevor city area again um uh, if you're looking to get outside and and you're done with the sand dunes and all that kind of stuff uh, the downtown trevor city area has all these cool little uh businesses uh, not just mom and pop uh but they have a lot of outdoor artsy type stuff where uh, you know you can go down to the park right on the water and uh, there was a kids like dance group that every Tuesday and Thursday, they would just meet up at Clinch Park and everybody would just dance and have a great time. And we took our kids there on a whim. Uh, I think it was la last year, or the year before, we just happened to show up at this park and, you know, there's 60 kids running around dancing and, and they have big radios and stuff like that set out for them. And it's just a blast, you know, so there's always something you can do and, and find something inside if you if you're not you know if you're done with the outside so happy to help out with that as well we always well, thank got you. something that we've done yeah i mean i i personally don't have children myself so but i know a lot of my friends a lot of the listeners they all have younger children where they need to let that energy out <laughs> for sure for sure and that's honestly whenever we travel we always try to find uh, that happy medium just like that and you know, my, my daughter, she's young and she doesn't always want to be out on the water all the time. You know, she's definitely a girly girl. And so we've got to, <laughs> we got to go find something that piques her interest too. So we're always trying to find that happy medium. Cool. Um, you know, and we were talking about, you know, the Henry Ford Museum and, you know, different places. Is there, if you had to give the listeners something like, um, you know, cool um what do they call those like hot spots so let's say for example i'll throw one out if you go to let's say 
downtown Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, whether it's kids or adults, but something you had to check out, I would say one or two things. You had to check out the mega rock climbing wall that's inside uh, <laughs> that mall. Or yep. on, the other, on the other hand, you can go by Founders and check out the alley of mosaic uh, paintings down there. Any mm-hmm. spots in Michigan just like that uh, throughout the state in your travels that you've been through that you'd like to share? Oh, geez. Um, just kind of little cool off the, off the grid, cool spots like that. Yeah. Um, oh man. Um, if, if you ever get the chance, probably one of my coolest or my favorite spots, I always think it's super cool. My family's kind of over it now because we go back every year. Uh, if you ever get the chance to make it up into Michigan UP and, uh, on the garden peninsula, there's a little town called Fayette. And Fayette is no longer a, a town. It's a ghost town. There are still tons of little buildings uh, on the property. It's right on Lake Michigan right there. And so you can park. There's a state park there, but they also have a, a really cool welcome center uh, at Fayette. And it was an old iron pig smelting plant way back in the day. And so you can go there. You can see the old iron pig smelting uh chimneys and stuff like that and the stacks and you can walk through there but you can also walk through all the little houses that are still on the property uh there's an awesome trail that'll take you up onto the cliffs that overlook lake michigan but you're looking back over the town which is really cool uh nice nice spot to just go for a hike and wander around and get some ice cream uh so fayette park is one of my favorites um that probably not a lot of people know about but just the scenery there if you just google Fayette Park of the Michigan UP as soon as you see that scenery you'll understand why I like going there it's, it's just one of the most beautiful places around um oh man other places I I, I like going down to Greek Town area um uh, down in downtown Detroit um uh, that so many cool exhibits and arts and stuff like that down there that just walking around um you get to see that I don't think get a lot of press uh same, you know, Detroit's one of those cities that I think gets a bad rap every now and then. So you don't think about, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to go walk, I'm going to go walk around downtown Detroit. No problem. You know, so, but I think downtown Detroit's one of those cities that more people need to go check out uh, that, you know, the culture, cultural and uh, that atmosphere down there is, is happening. And it's really, really cool to get down there and you can take the track and go walk around, um, you know, down by Comerica park and Ford field and, there's so many great restaurants and, and places to go visit down there. You know, Chicago is starting to take the throne away from you guys. Um, Good. In terms, uh, in terms of, you know, Detroit, when I, I, I'm not, I'm not afraid to go to Detroit anymore because what we have going on here is uh, <laughs> what Detroit was notorious for. Detroit, oh, that yeah. sounds like a suburb now. <laughs> yeah. Detroit, Flint, uh, you know, even Saginaw, unfortunately, they, they were making a couple lists year after year in the top five. Oh, uh, lo- Luckily, we're we're starting to see that trend go down, and some other cities uh, take the reigning crown. So uh, I'm happy to pass that off. It's not a crown that I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, nobody wants that crown. Um, you know, but you know, back in the day, I uh, I still watch and follow a lot of hockey. But I did see a Blackhawks and uh, Red Wings game uh, back at the old stadium. Now, 
<laughs> old man. Blackhawks and Red Wings. That's an awesome yep. rivalry that's been around for many years. I'm so yep. happy hockey's back right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, you know, yeah. and one place you had mentioned about those, like, unique places that are kind of off the beaten path. And, you know, I know this one's kind of touristy, but it's what, when I was a kid, it was one of the first places I saw that was like, wow. And that was Sunset Rock on Mackinac Island. Yeah. Sunset and Rock. that's that's a cool little hike, you know, and that's kind of in the water clarity uh, right there is it, it makes it look like you're you're like you're on an ocean somewhere. You're, that, yeah, that's absolutely. not the Great Lakes. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I love it up there. Uh, you know, actually, I live here in Fenton, and uh, we're actually actively looking to move right now uh, over to the northwest side of the state. So we're looking to to move towards that south of Trevor City, but north of Cadillac area is where I kind of yeah. want to be. Uh, just not only for the outdoorsiness, but the fishing and stuff like that, but just good people, lots of stuff to do, uh, you know, for the absolutely. family. You, you know, 20 minutes that way and you're on Lake Michigan and, you know, 20 minutes that way you're on Grand Traverse Bay. And yeah. so uh, I'm excited about that prospect of being over there and having my kids over there on the West side. Uh, just it, that's where we always go to vacation. So the goal is to move <laughs> where we, where we vacation. So, yep. You know, I'll never forget uh, that same trip as a kid going up um, to the UP. I remember when I came through Cadillac and that was the first point in my life where I thought, wow, the lake looks like the sky. Like they literally <laughs> came, like it came together. I was like, which one's which? And when you like, when you see something like, and, and people are like, oh, it's just the lake, but Cadillac is a huge lake. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it, it takes up it a is. lot of square footage. And, and, when, and, when you, and you literally have Mitchell on the other side of the road. Yep. And when you see that, you're like, where does it start and where does it end? <laughs> mm -hmm. I love that area. That's probably my favorite area in the state is uh, that that Cadillac, general area around Cadillac. You know, that's that's where we're looking to move. That's I love to go vacation up that way. It's just, it's one of the most beautiful places around. And the people are fantastic. And it the town of Cadillac itself, uh, with Cadillac Lake and Mitchell Lake being right there, it's a beautiful little town. Um, it that continues to grow around the lakes, but yeah. awesome spot to go hang out for the day and, and you know maybe spend the night if you get the opportunity. Yeah. Love that lake. Cadillac Lake so, is actually where I won my first kayak tournament on was Cadillac Lake. So, oh, big big soft spot for for Lake Cadillac <laughs> in my heart. <laughs> awesome. That doesn't happen um, very often. So. <laughs> so you know what the. Um, the last thing that you know that we're talking about, we talked about, we had mentioned it earlier that there, you know, the state parks in Michigan, and the availability of them to the general public. Um, if you had to give me three state parks to go check out, or give our listeners three state parks, where are you got, where are you sending me to? Uh yeah, one literally just fifteen minutes down the road from me would be uh, Kensington uh, Metro Park. Uh, not okay. state park, but Kensington Metro Park. Uh, it's around Kent Lake. It's a massive uh, park. Uh, there's a golf course built into the park. You can go there. You can oh, rent paddle boats, you know, multiple boat ramps. But it has an awesome biking trail, hiking trail. 
It has a built-in nature center inside the park. So you can take the kids there and go check out the nature center. Um, rent the paddle boats. You can go fishing. There's multiple beaches there. Just a really cool park just outside of the Detroit, uh, you know, metropolitan area. So not too far from me at all, just down the road. Um, that would be one. Uh, the next would be uh, Muskegon State Park. Uh, I love that Muskegon State Park area. Uh, you're sitting up high overlooking Lake Michigan. So you can set up your camper or your tent. And then you walk down the staircase and you're on this beautiful beach overlooking the lake. Uh, there's a couple parks right there connected. Uh, Muskegon, Pioneer, and I can't remember the third park, but there's multiple options to, to camp out and stay and hang out there. Again, tons of stuff to do for the kids. You can go hiking as far as you want uh, along that sandy nice. beach. You know, um, and then the Silver Lake Sand Dunes Park, uh, not too far north from there, still on the, the Lake Michigan side of things. Silver Lake Sand Dunes uh, is amazing. Um, I think it's in Empire, Michigan, um, not too far from Trevor City. Uh, whenever we go camp or, or vacation in Trevor City, that's one of the spots that will definitely take our kids. Um, you know, I don't think my kids have made it to the top of the sand dunes yet. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, awesome place to go hike. You can bike through there. There's a couple lakes in the general area that we like to go check out. Uh, North Bar Lake is this little, uh, un, you know, unoccupied lake. There's no houses on it or anything, it, uh, or there may be one or two, but a uh, beautiful lake that you can take the kayaks or the paddle boards and just go hang out there and spend the day. So right outside that park, there's a nice uh, scenic drive. You can go up through those parks. So those nice. three, those are probably three that we frequent the most. Um, if I had to give you one more, if you just want to go relax in the woods, um, you know, not to get out of the city, let's say, uh, would be the Hartwick Pines State Park right off of I-75. It's kind of like right in the middle. Uh, and Hartwick Pines all these humongous old school pine trees through there that the logging company ha has replanted many, many years ago. Uh, but there's a couple little lakes there, Bright Lake, Glory Lake. Uh, and you can go there and ride your bikes for, for miles. You can snowmobile. The snowmobile trails there are fantastic if you're coming up in the, you know, the winter months. But yeah. we, we have a cabin, a, a little family cabin, just a couple miles down the road from Hartwick Pine State Park uh, on the other side of Grayling. And uh, I love it there, man. That, that's a beautiful part <laughs> of the state. So if you're heading cool. up north, you got to drive right past it. So it's worth stopping <laughs> in and checking it out. Check out the old logging industry. They've, they've got some cool stuff set up there uh, that takes you back and, and lets you look into the logging industry here in Michigan uh, over the last uh, century or so when it was at its you know, premiere. Yeah, and you know what's crazy about that logging is uh, talking about Mackinac Island, and you know the island that was uh, just next to it was a huge logging island, and there's so many shipwrecks. Yeah, that start from Mackinac to the Straits, going down where you know you had mentioned, um, you know, along that western coastline of the state um, from the ships that didn't make it uh, out there. And it was such a treacherous thing to do because 
us in Chicago, yeah. we needed all your guys' trees and wood, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that that whole area up there, uh, you know, around Mackinac Island, and you get over into Canada, and there's, uh, I can't pronounce this island, Manitoba or something like that, or Manitoulin, uh, but there's Drummond Island up there, Beaver Island, all that whole stretch of the streets of Mackinac right there. If you're into shipwrecks and, and cool old history and you want to go out on a shipwreck tour and stuff on a glass bottom boat or something like that, you can do oh, yeah. all that right there in Mackinac and go check out some really cool shipwrecks. You know, and one thing that I think is worth mentioning to add on to what you were talking about in terms of the parks, too, is um, I don't think it's a state park, but I'm going to share the screen on it here. And it's called Headlands International Dark Park. And it's in Mackinac City. Let me share the screen. Okay. So, here it is. And it is literally... Um, so, if you can time it right on here, you can see the Northern Lights. And wow, it shows right... Really cool. It shows right here. Find us. Literally, it's right on. It's right at the tip of the midden, right there. Um, and then, yeah. We, so, the last time we were up in the UP, we were getting ready to go here, and um, and there was a storm that came, <laughs> and, it, and it was clear. And this is when you could see Mar you could see Mars up close, and they were they were predicting a meteor shower that night. Um, yeah, it was supposed to be a great. Uh, time and there was a storm that came in and ruined it. Ah <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> that's a bummer. Definitely, definitely want to get back out there. And if you can track the Northern Lights that's schedule, cool. this is a place yeah. that I mean, super. I mean, you, the pictures that I've seen that have come from here. Let's see if I could pull some up. And it's that's really cool. It's, I've never heard of this before, but that's yeah. right up my family's alley. It's it's exactly this. That's why we go up into the UP and, and spend a lot of time up there. Yeah, that, and right over the bridge. Oh, that's awesome. So, I mean, it's it's definitely worth um, it's worth checking out. It's worth going to. Um, I would definitely, again, if I have the opportunity cool. to go and see it, I would definitely check that out. That's really cool. Um, I had no idea that that park was there. Um but that view of the bridge that you just uh, posted there, there's a campground right there as well um, called uh, Mackinac, Mill, Mackinac Mill Campground. And uh, it's one that my family and I stay at. And uh, you're right on the water looking at that bridge, that same view right nice. there. So those two have to be pretty close to each other. I just never realized that that was there. But that's, yeah. that's really cool. It, you know, it, it, and I can see why that that's there. That's one of the most beautiful places I've ever been to <laughs> right on that, that Mackinac shoreline right yeah. there, looking at the bridge and the Island to your right. And, uh, it, and it, again, if you ever get the chance to make it up that far, you might as well cross the bridge and drive over to the Sioux St. Marie area and check out the Sioux locks. And that's yep. something really cool. That's the army Corps of engineers built way back when, uh, when you know the trader ships were heavily going through that area and, and they still use it it's still operational uh, i think there's a 
you know, a dirty jobs episode with Mike Rowe, um, where he's one working on the painting, the Mackinac bridge. And then there's another episode where he goes over to the Sioux locks and he has to go down and clean out the old Sioux locks, you know, underbelly. And so uh, all good, all good spots to go visit and take the, you know, the family and check out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I do remember that episode you're talking about. Mm -hmm. However, I think, uh, give me one second here. I want to say, I think, uh, here it is. Here it is. We're going to share the screen. Uh, I think there's a picture of a certain somebody as our guest in those locks here. And right here. Or close to it. That uh, that's actually on uh, Lake Muskegon. Oh, okay. Not too not not too far from there. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, Lake Muskegon. Uh, that was on one of our top water trail events last year. Uh, Lake Lake Muskegon gets those big freighters coming in and out of there too. And for me, honestly, uh, kayak fishing that was always a super weird feeling when you're in your kayak and you're looking up at these boats that are, you know, 15, 20 stories high and you're pinging a crankbait off the side of their boat and letting it drop. It's such a weird feeling fishing next to those big pieces of iron. That's, it's fun. We have barges that come through um, on the, on our canal systems here in Chicago. So on the uh, Chicago river um, going, you know, you have, it's called the Chicago shipping canal. And then the cow mm -hmm. sagged. So when you and when you're next to it, it is the freakiest feeling because the <laughs> the, the current is changing in the so the it's changing <laughs> in the direction that the ship's coming. So now you're almost like in a spin and you're going with that current trying to <laughs> to fight it until you could get behind it and go past it again. But it's right. it's a crazy feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it definitely plays some mind games with you <laughs> when that current starts to change and you don't know why. Cool, man. So we play a little game here on this show. Uh, All right. Do you like playing games? Yeah, let's play, man. All right. Have you ever heard of the game called True Confession? True Confession? Yep. No. No. Okay. Let's play. All right. So I'm going to give you a minute to think about this. So True Confession is uh, the game where I, you're going to tell me a story. And it's my, it's my job to decipher whether that story is true or completely BS. Okay. Uh, then, then, I, I pass, then I pass it along to you. This is, uh, this is one of the things that, uh, that, a lot of our guests tune in for they want to see uh they want to see if this whole uh segment was a true confession or not <laughs> oh man a story yeah let's come up with all right true confession story all right i think i can do that okay okay so um it was probably one of my first kayak outings this past year um early season before the tournaments were all started uh myself and a handful of other guys uh, and a couple ladies we took our kayaks down to lake st Clair, and we went out on uh from the selfridge air force base launch uh selfridge is what we call it 
Uh, and it's a launch. Um, it's a huge launch, but it's right next to the Selfridge Air Force Base. And we were out there. When you leave the launch, you go through a little canal, and immediately uh, we turn to the right, and you're looking at a bunch of old naval uh, barracks there. And uh, we made our way off the shore. I want to say we were out about a mile, and uh, we kept just you could hear something every now and then but you couldn't really see anything and as we were floating around you know we're catching fish and having a fantastic day uh, but we kept hearing this odd sound and we couldn't tell where it was coming from maybe it was coming from the air force base but we swear that it was coming from underneath the water and eventually we were there for five six hours and we were making our way back towards the launch and we wanted to go a little bit farther north uh, in Thunder Bay there, uh, or uh, Anchor Bay, and we're about halfway back to the launch, and we see this movement under the water there, and it's it's fairly deep out there where we were at. Underneath the water, again, we were just, it's funny because we were just talking about the current changing, and we're out in this big-ass bay, and all of a sudden, you know, our kayaks are tracking in a different direction than what we're pedaling, and you know, we never got a visual on anything, but I swear to gosh, there was a submarine underneath us while we were out there kayak fishing. And we were fishing on this sub in Anchor Bay there. And we never got a visual on it, but we kept hearing things. You could see crap moving under the water and our kayak started to change a little bit. That's my story. You can guess whether that's true or false, but I promise you we were fishing on top of a submarine out there. I, uh, I'm i pretty sure you were. I don't doubt it. I think there's uh, there's some uh, you know experiments that the Navy does do, and uh, I think there are, st- there are still submarines active, and I think you uh, happened to be caught in, in one, and they were just uh, they were uh, just stalking you the whole time. It's totally a false story. I made all that up. Uh, (laughs) We were out there and, uh, you know, you can fish in Anchor Bay and you can watch jets and stuff like that take off from the Air Force Base all day long while you're out there fishing and you hear all kinds of stuff. Um, And you get that feeling that while you're fishing out in front of the Naval Base and uh, the Air Force Base and stuff that you're you're probably being watched right there. But uh, I, I didn't didn't get a glimpse of a submarine or anything like that, but it's definitely one of those cool places to fish just because of all the activity that's surrounding you while you're fishing in that little part of the bay there. So super cool spot to go fish. If you want to go check out anchor bay up there, you can watch the jets taking off and, and see what's going on at the naval base right there. Pretty cool atmosphere. Cool. Yeah. That's uh, and I, this year I will be out on Lake St. Clair for the KBF event in which you guys are also part of uh, part of that uh, tournament as well, right? Yeah, uh, it's a KBF trail event on June fifth and sixth, uh, two day events, and uh, that we we really wanted to get KBF back in Michigan, and uh, so this is one of their trail events on Lake St. Clair, June fifth, June sixth, and uh, the whole crew from Michigan Kayak Trail and Topwater will be there in support and helping. Uh, with check-in and at headquarters to do anything we can do to help out. Cool. Awesome. Well, yeah, it's going to be a blast. I think my story is, um, 
is going to this one. <laughs> I'll, I'll just tell the story. All right. <laughs> oh man. All right. So, um, I know looking at your profile, you are a sponsor of DNR sports. Okay. So DNR sports in Kalamazoo, right off M43. This is 2009. So me okay. and my cousin, me and my cousin, we are, we are literally, um, like brothers. We were born nine months apart and pretty much spent our whole lives. Grew up outdoors together. We grew up fishing together. I mean, we've done everything together. And mm -hmm. so if you remember in the spring, they would always have like, their week activities of, you know, where, the, you know, you'd win prizes. This was like their anniversary celebration. So uh, I was at where the crossbows, they had a crossbow tournament where whoever had the most accurate shot would win a $25 DNR gift card. Come on, give me that bow. So <laughs> went ahead, I shot that bow and I, Mark really, I mean, dead center, bullseye, hit it. My cousin, same thing. Well, there's a bunch of, it's hard to call them good old boys because they literally live outside of <laughs> Kalamazoo. But they're right. like, whole, they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, somehow they were like, you're cheating, blah, 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 blah. Okay, whatever. So we shot again. And now the person who comes up is dressed in just plain clothes, but had a DNR, had a polo, had DNR sports on there. It's like, you know, I'm like, man, I can't picture who this guy, I know who he is, but I can't really make it out. And so he, he was like, okay, you guys, one more shot each to shoot off. All right. So we shoot me and my cousin wind up winning. We win the gift card, blah, blah. blah. And, uh, he pulls us over. He's like, Oh, you know, Hey, that's cool. And he's like, my name is, uh, my name's Mark. If you need anything, just ask. Oh, okay. And my cousin's like, wait, that's Mark. It's like, yeah. And then we watch him put a Jersey on over. That's Mark Zona. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so we did not meet Mark Zona. Now, there's a twofold to this story because now, fast forward, I, uh, I'm at the Wisconsin Fishing Show and I happen to run into Mark and I tell him the story and he's like, oh, I remember that as clear as day. He goes, yeah, it was you and, you, and the, the kid with the blonde hair. That was my cousin. I was like, yep. So he absolutely remembered who we were. He remembered the incident. And cool. Yeah. That's so cool. that that's for you to figure out if that's true or not. Well, um, being around DNR sports and, and knowing uh, their inner circle, and uh, I, I would say that, gosh, it's got a high probability of being true. Uh, you know, the Van Dams and uh, Zona uh, know each other very well. Uh, was he there for a crossbow? Oh, <laughs> there it is. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I love it. That sounds true, man. That's got to be true, right? 
It is true. So that so it, he was there. It was so not only was it for like the that was just like their little like tournament game they were having, but it was the it was all fishing, boating. He was there. Um, I think with striking at the time. Okay. So, yeah. That's so, awesome. it, yep. And then this is, this was 20. Yeah, this was 2020. So 11 years later, I tell him the story and there it is. <laughs> That's pretty cool, man. Mark Zona is one of those just super cool guys. Uh, if you ever get the chance to meet him at a show or, you know, something like that, and you get the chance to talk to him. He's one of those guys that he's just laid back, super cool to talk to. He'll joke with you. I've watched him call one of my friends names. Uh, and at first we thought he was serious. And, you know, but then it took us a second to realize, oh, he's just joking. He's from Chicago. That It's the whole, hey, jag off. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. It was one of those. Throughout it. He yep. threw out an f bomb at, at one of our buddies that they knew they knew each other and I didn't realize that they did. And when he said it, it was you know as we were walking by at a sporting show and I was like, holy crap, was he serious? <laughs> you know, it took a second. He started laughing and you could tell they they were just joking with each other. But um, and another Mark Zona story. He commented on one of my son's kayak fishing pictures uh, not that long ago, and my son came back in and was just like, oh my god look who just said something on my Instagram page. And it was Mark Zona saying, you know, keep up the good work or something like that, you know? And yep. my son Hunter was just like blown away. <laughs> Somebody that he knew that was, you know, up here in the fishing industry would comment on his little profile page. <laughs> he thought that was so cool. That's awesome. Yeah. And from what I understand, I haven't got to meet them personally, but the Van Dams are in the same way. They're very, very personable people. Very, um, you know, just like me and you talk right now, people, same, way you have same yeah. conversation with the Van Dam. So, yeah, just good people. Actually, I've never had a bad experience with anybody associated with DNR Sports. Um, give them a good plug because they're an awesome sponsor of ours. But uh, I've never had a bad experience with anybody uh, associated with DNR. Everybody there, whether it's Randy or anybody, they're, they're just amazing people. Um, you know, and they get it that not everybody is a professional tournament angler at the highest level that, you know, most of the people walking through their doors are just everyday anglers looking for, you know, the right crankbait or, you know, suggestions on a new rod and they get it and they spend time and they help their customers out and great, great store to, you know, if you ever get the chance and stop in and say hi at DNR sports uh, and their whole new design, it, it's amazing. So yeah, I would highly, highly recommend them. And they're they're off M forty three. If you're coming up through Kalamazoo off one thirty one, so they're not that far off mm -hmm. the off the highway. So, yep. And they just redesigned their uh, the whole Van Dam Warehouse website. They just uh, launched uh, a whole new website about six months ago or so, um, fall okay. of last year. So the Van Dam Warehouse website totally redesigned. Um, you know, if you're looking for fishing products check it out it's a cool website they put a lot of time uh making sure that they put as much uh product as possible available on their website for you to order now so really good job on on the new website design they did awesome well mike looks like we're winding down on the show man thank you so much for coming on absolutely man appreciate hey, it thanks uh, for offering to have me on i appreciate it i'll talk fishing with anybody anytime so <laughs> and, and i like this 
the, the format of your show. Uh, I'm a first time guest here, but uh, you know, everybody can just sit and talk about fishing, but getting the chance to talk about the state and the travel destinations and places to get yeah. good beer, good wine and camp out and take the kids. And uh, I geek out on that kind of stuff too, man. I, and I oh, think yeah. uh, the format of tonight's show was awesome. I really enjoyed it. So I appreciate you uh, extending the invite to have me on. I appreciate you having you on the show, man. Do you want to give any shout outs to sponsors or people who uh, are always significant to you? Yeah, always. Uh, I can't name all the sponsors, uh, but our, our premier sponsors, uh, Old Town Canoes and Kayaks, cannot thank the crew at Old Town enough. Um, they're a huge part of our success, uh, along with our local retailers, uh, the Water Dog Outfitters up in Montague, Michigan. We mentioned Mainstream Tackle and Outdoors, uh, Summit Sports, Gall Lake Marine. Um, those guys have been phenomenal for us as kayak anglers. They are here to support us, help us, offer the tools and the discounts that we need to be successful. Um, so if you are in the state of Michigan, uh, whether it's north, middle, or south, um, please, if you ever need anything, feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy to steer you in the right direction to get you in the right spot. Um I want to thank, uh, obviously, my brother, Kyle, who is my right-hand man and partner, uh, co-founder of Topwater Series. Um, and we work together day-to-day uh, -to -day as uh, co-business owners. So um, I get to spend a lot of time with my brother, and that is really, really cool, uh, And whether it's work work or fishing work. Uh, you know, I get to spend a lot of time with him, and, and that's been amazing. So all of our tournament directors throughout Michigan Kayak Trail, the Topwater Series, thank you guys so much. Uh, there's about a dozen of you that are always available to help us out and run the, the League Series events and help out online answering questions uh, as we continue to see new faces and new kayak anglers join the group and want to come out and compete at these tournaments. Thank you guys so much for uh, being available to all of them and answering all those questions. So thank you guys so much. Appreciate it. Awesome. And on that note, I also want to give some shout outs to our show sponsors and uh, affiliates that I use. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures here in Illinois. Uh, gear up and head out on your next adventure. Check out Rocktown Adventures. Uh, shout out to TRC Rod Covers, Wicked Weights, Jigmaster Jigs, and Old Town Canoe and Kayaks for making the, the best kayak on the market, hands down. <laughs> absolutely happy to debate it all right well folks thanks for tuning in mike thank you for being a guest on our show and until next time guys we'll see you off the water awesome thank you guys thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on paddle in fin don't forget to go check out our website at paddle the letter n in fin.com don't forget to check out the youtube channel at paddle and fin if you got a question comment want to hear from a future guest on a future episode feel free to email us at paddle the letter n in fin at gmail.com don't forget to follow us on social media at paddle and fin on facebook and instagram shout out to our show supporters angler the angler button and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in Northern Illinois, for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com 